Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Pastor Martha Winda from Kenya. Okay, you're on the air. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I really appreciate this moment, and I thank God for the opportunity to be able to uh, uh, get into conversation with the people of God from everywhere. I take this wonderful moment to appreciate my host, Emmanuel, for the opportunity that you've given me. Uh, I really thank God for you. Thank you very much. I also want to take this wonderful time uh, to welcome everyone that is on the show this moment. Uh, may God bless you. I really thank God that we are connecting this hour. We are connecting uh, because God has a reason and a purpose for us to connect. Uh, my dear friends, God may never explain himself or even let you know what he is doing behind the scenes, but he is always doing something to benefit your life. Because the Bible says, all work it for good for them that are in Christ Jesus. So whenever uh, a show like this one comes on air, and the Lord has enabled you to hear it, it is because there is something God has purpose for you to get. There is something, there is something, something, something that God wants you to be able to get, and that is going to uh, help you out, that is going to speak to you. And because God will always speak to us, will always guide us, will always show us the way, and he will use his servant. And this moment, I pray that you're going to give yourself a chance to hear the Lord speaking to your situation through his word. Because, my dear ones, the word of God is God himself. And when you hear the word of God, it has power. It carries an anointing that changes situations. That is what the Bible says, that the Lord is behind his word so that he can fulfill it. So whatever word you hear, and it is connected to the scriptures, I, I would wish to tell you, internalize the word, uh, claim the word, and declare whatever the word I say to your situation or to yourself. Because that is the way God uh, takes care of us. That is how God speaks to us. For that reason, it is very good for you to understand that when the word, when you are loud, or rather when there is an opportunity for you to hear the word, take advantage and hear everything, internalize everything, then uh, own up the word and also claim it for your own self. Uh, so uh, welcome for the for the, the, the word of this evening. Uh, that is evening from where I am, uh, evening from Kenya. It's around 11, uh, 11, 12. So it's evening in, our, in, in my country. But wherever else you are, but the times could be different. But wherever you are, whatever time it is, Hear the word, it is going to be the Lord speaking to you. Let us pray. Father God of heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you, Lord, and to give you praise. I magnify your mighty and glorious name. Even as I pray, God of all glory for my viewers all over the world, wherever they are, Lord, I pray 
thanking you for their lives and bringing them into your holy and the importance that God you're going to use this moment to speak to our soul to be able to deliver our, our uh, to be to be able to deliver us to be able to speak to us to be able to enlighten us oh God I give you glory because it is not in vain that these men and the women have turned to this uh, voice of king of glory that you're going to speak to them you're going to enlighten them you're going to do something to their lives even as we dedicate ourselves this moment, asking you to forgive us, Almighty God. We know you are holy God, and you have called us in holiness. So please, Father, may you forgive us. We dedicate this this sermon unto you, and we call upon the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, take over. You're the one who gives us understanding of the word. Take over now for me and all my viewers around the world, so that we can be able to understand the word, understand more of what God want us to understand. Thank you, Jehovah God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and uh, in Jesus' name, we pray and be thanks. Amen. I thank God. Uh, when I was praying for this uh, show, and I was trusting God, I was trusting God to be able to Hallelujah. Amen, amen. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I, 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 like I was saying, whenever I was trusting God and praying for this evening, for this evening, or for uh, because of today's show, the Lord gave me a word that I believe that is going to be a word speaking to each one of us, and it is a very, a very, a, a very familiar word that. Uh, some of us have talked about, some of us have mentioned, some of us will even get to understand about this one even better. And this word, this one is a, a word called hope. Hope is something that I want us to look into today because we are living at a time, my dear friends, when hope is becoming the only tool to make us move ahead. You really have to have move, or you have really, you really to have uh, hope to be able to move. You have to have hope to be able to expect uh, a better tomorrow, especially in this time when the world is so bombarded by the virus and Corona is COVID is disturbing every everybody in the world. We really need to have something called hope. And when you have this hope, and also understand where your hope is centered. Especially that, you need to know where you are open centered. The moment you know where you are open centered, then you will be able to overcome many things. You will be able to hold on to something because hope is like something that you hold or you hold on to to be able to move to another level or rather to be able to expect something good will come uh, irrespective of what it is that you're going through. Uh, now, hope is a general feeling that some some desire will be fulfilled we want to uh, we want to get the meaning of what hope is it is a general feeling that is some uh, that some desire will be fulfilled that is a situation whereby you know deep down in yourself the things that you're going through, maybe what you desire, maybe what you want in your life, you want in your family, you want in your in your business, you want in your marriage, you you have that that or that expectation that something is going to work out, that desire that something is going to work out, and things 
are going to be fulfilled. Things are going to work out for you. It is a very beautiful feeling that only God can give us. You can again say it is someone or something on which expectations are centered. And I want us now to get uh, uh, the, the importance of that word centered. Hope centered. Where is your hope centered? Because that is what the, mo the most important thing is. Hope, yes, it is that feeling that things are going to work out. What are you, where have you, how have you centered your hope? Where is it centered? What, what assurance do you really have that something is going to work? What are you holding on? What is, what is, what is the advising uh, uh, thing that something in my desire is going to, to be fulfilled, that I'm going to see tomorrow, that it's going to be okay? Where have you centered your hope? And that is where, my brethren, I want us to look into. Because it depends with the where you have centered your hope. The hope that you'll see tomorrow. The hope that will overcome situations in life. The hope that is going to overcome diseases. It will overcome uh, problems in your marriages, in your family. You must know where it is centered. Because it is where it is centered that matters. Some of us have centered our hope in our finances. We have centered our hope in our businesses. We have centered our hope in our even health. Remember, everything else is shaken. Everything else, you can center your hope in all those things that they get shaken. You can put your hope in your finances and tomorrow they are not there. You put your, your, your hope in your business and tomorrow it's not there. Right now, we have a world that is crying because of economic crisis that has been, uh, has been perpetuated by the garbage. That businesses are, uh, businesses are, are no longer there. Some have already been completely released. Uh, my dear ones, those who have centered their own in their businesses. Where are they now? What are they doing? You can put your hope in the good health, the good feeling. You feel okay, you're all right. And you even wonder how others are feeling. And oh, you wake up one morning, it's no longer there, you're no longer healthy, your health is gone, you're sick, you even have a terminal disease. And now, what will happen to your hope? It will be shaken, it will be removed. Tonight, we want to be able to understand where to center our hope. Because where you center your hope, it is going to be very important in whatever situations you're going to go through. And in life, we are going through situations every day. And I was looking at a very interesting story here in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 37. A very interesting story of a very hopeless situation that Ezekiel was shown by the Lord himself. The Lord takes Ezekiel on a barrel of dry bones. You can, uh, you can open our Bibles in the book of Ezekiel, number 30, uh, that, uh, number 37. And we find a very interesting story here. It talks about, in fact, the, the title says, The Barrel of Dry Bones. Uh, the hand of the Lord, I'm reading now, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very, very dry. 
he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? That is a very hopeless situation that Ezekiel was, I mean, I mean, was facing at this time. The Lord has carried him to the valley and he's telling him, look at them. And he's explaining what he saw, a very hopeless situation. The, 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 the body is full of bones. They are very, very dry. I like the way it is being and exaggerated how dry they were. And there were many, many bones that were very, 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 very dry. But then he is looking at them, and there are many. He is moving around the, that, that area. Uh, really, I mean, a very pathetic thing to see. And then the Lord tells him, uh, well, I can see Ezekiel, you're, you're, you're perplexed, yes, the, the situation is there, you can see that the situation is very hopeless, but do you think anything can change? Do you think these bones can get life? Do you think they can come back to life? And Ezekiel is saying, oh my God, how can this really happen? The situation is so hopeless. These bones are so dry. How can they really have life? Hopeless. And you could be going through the same thing, my dear friend. You're there, you're so hopeless. Things are bad. Your marriage has fallen off. Your children have run out. The situation is so, so, I mean, you're going through situations that are so hopeless. The, the business is no longer there. You don't have cash. You can't pay your bills. You're feeling terrible. You are sick. You've just been diagnosed with a disease. Someone has just said, the doctor just said, you, you, have, you have a few days to leave. You, you, you have depression. You have whatever name the diseases are, are given. You could even be diagnosed with the, uh, COVID. And whatever it is, a very hopeless situation. And sometimes so many of us are going through that. Things that are so hopeless, you don't know. Nobody can help you out. And that is what Ezekiel saw. And the Lord asked him, can they apply? And he looked at the situation and he said, oh God, only you can know that. You are the only one who has an answer to that. Tonight, there is somebody who is saying exactly like Ezekiel. My situation is so hopeless. I don't know what to do with my children anymore. I don't know what to do, what to do with my marriage anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my life anymore. I don't know what to do with my drugs addiction anymore. The situation is, I've been, I've, I've been to rehab. I've been to days. It's not working. And you're there. Let me tell you something, my dear one. The Lord is telling you tonight, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope in God. Where have you centered your hope? If you have centered it in God, there is hope. Ezekiel knew that the situation was bad. There is nothing he could understand it there or rather do with the way the body was looking. But he said, God, you know, that is now where the hope Ezekiel was centered. It was centered on what God can do, not what he can do, not what he can accomplish. My dear one, not what you can do, not what you can bring in, not who is for you or not. It is who God is in your life. If you have centered your hope in God, no, no matter the hopeless of your, the hopelessness of your situation, you are going to get through it. The Lord God is going to work out something. Listen to what the, 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 the Ezekiel is telling the Lord. I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. That is the situation so many of us are, situations that are hopeless. But tonight, I want to tell you, God knows how he is going to work it out. And then now, God, after he realized that Ezekiel has known where to center is, uh, you know, is, oh, as he has noted, oh, this man has not, uh, you know, brought in so 
many discussions, so many things in that, and he are just saying it is the Lord. It is you, Lord, who knows. The moment the Lord said that, he, he started giving him instructions. Tonight, when you have identified, you have known where your hope is centered, where your hope is, and who is going to carry you along, where to center your hope to be able to carry you along the challenges of life. Now you have acknowledged it is the Lord God. It is the Lord, it is the Holy Spirit. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. You have acknowledged. Then immediately, the, the Ezekiel was given instruction and look, listen to these instructions. And what are the instructions? Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tonight, you are going to prophesy to your dry bones. You're going to, you, you, not your pastor, you, not anybody else, you that is hearing, you that is under my voice, hearing me tonight. The Spirit of God is going to enable you. You are the one to prophesy. You are the one, we will, you, 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 you are the one to prophesy to your bones and you're going to tell them, you are going to tell your situation how you want it to be because of where your hope is. Your hope is in God. You put your hope in him, so tell that the situation to listen to you. It has ears, it will hear whatever it is that you're going to do. And by the way, what is prophecy? What is to prophesy? Prophecy, it is when God interferes with the normality. The normality is how things are normally done, how things are normally, how normally things happen. You know, like we know when we, we, we go to work and we get salary, that's how we get money. But when we when God is the beings that He want to give us even miracle money, money, you are not going to talk about you worked up, you worked for it, or there is anything you did. God just makes a way. God commands someone. God commands situations, and you have it. So prophesying it is when the normal way of things, the way things are done is interfered by the supernatural. So the supernatural is what the Lord is telling you. Believe tonight that you can change your situation in the supernatural by faith that today this marriage of mine that is bumpy uh, is and there is a lot of misunderstanding we are, the, the marriage is uh, you know, is, is going uh, badly, it's even maybe adding to divorce you can prophesy to that situation and tell it, no, my marriage, you know, I'm not breaking my marriage. You can do that. You can prophesy to them your, your own body. What are you feeling? What did the doctor say? Did they say you are so sick and, uh, and maybe you don't have long to live? Prophesy by faith and tell that disease that in the name of Jesus, it is a dry bone, oppressed situation. But tonight, God is empowering someone, someone who is under my voice, hearing me. God is empowering you. Do not try to say that you don't pray so well. You need someone else to do it for you. No, do it yourself. Even Ezekiel is feeling inferior. He's feeling that he cannot do it, but the Lord is telling him prophesy today. The Lord is telling you prophesy. You may not be very religious or very Christian, but if you're hearing my word tonight, I want you to prophesy to your dry situation by faith. And I say, whatever situation is going to change. And we find that we find it continuing uh, very, very beautifully of what what 
he, he prophesied. And the moment he prophesied, so I prophesied and as I was commanded. Tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, you that is listening to me, I'm asking you to command, to, I'm, I'm also commanding you, the way Ezekiel was commanded by God, to prophesy to your situation. If it is something that is not working, prophesy by faith. Tell it it is going to work in Jesus' name. If there is something that is not out for you, prophesy by faith. That dry bone, that terrible situation, it is going to change because Jesus, Jesus is going to change it after all. That is where you have centered your hope. You have centered your hope in Jesus. So he is going to change. Prophesy, I command you. Prophesy out the disease in your body. Out the disease in your blood. Out the disease in your eyes. Tonight, every disease in your body is coming out. Whatever is interfering with your head, with your blood, with whatever part of your body, your legs, your back, today, prophesy. I command you to speak to your pain area and prophesy that today the pain will disappear and today you're getting your life back. Prophesy to your situation. Children have run out. Children have become so unruly. They are, they are, they are, they are causing a lot of problems. Prophesy to your children. Tell them to come back. What is it? It's, what is it working? Is it your ministry? It is your, your calling? Is it, what is it? Prophesy to your ministry. Tell it. It has to get life and it has to move on. Brethren, oppressed situations are good. You know what I mean? The oppressor situation and oppressor situations are good because they are able to show us, they are able to make God show us, show up in our situations. And that is how we get even to know God. We get to know God more because of our situations. Whenever there, there is a lot of oppressiveness and the Lord comes in, we are able to understand it. And we know what happened from there, my dear one. I'm still reading, I'm still on the same, uh, on the same uh, 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 you know, uh, verse or chapter, uh, Ezekiel chapter 7. And we find that when he prophesied by faith, the light came back to to I mean, to those uh, uh, to the bones. The Bible says, when he prophesied, this is what the sovereign Lord said to this bones: I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will I will attach tendons to you, and make fresh come upon you, and cover you with the skin. Can you see a very very hopeless situation but when there was a prophecy when there was somebody who owned by faith i am telling you things transform things change so this moment uh, as even uh, we continue to look into hopeless situation there's another very interesting story in the book of the same genesis in the same in the book of genesis where we talk about uh, that seven as well it talks about a, a, a young man called uh, you know joseph who found himself in a very 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 hopeless situation but in every one of them god was involved the first one was when he was thrown into the season. You know the story? is when this young man, who was younger than the brothers, he was 17 years at that time, the brothers are plotted to kill him because he was so loved by the father. And so when he came to bring them food, they decided they plotted to kill him. And so they decided to throw him into the season. At that moment, that they're throwing into the season, into the season, is an oppressed situation. 
Tonight you could be in that same in the same situation. You are thrown into things you don't know how to get out of it. You are thrown into jail. You are thrown into things that you don't know how to get yourself in. In the situation of being in the season, being in that home, the Lord God always provides a way out. Remember where you have centered your hope is important because of where the hope of, uh, of Joseph was or through. Immediately he was thrown into the hole. The Lord was involved quickly. He brought around the, the, the caravan of the, of the Ishmaelites. The caravan of the Ishmaelites was a hope at a, a very oppressed situation. And that is why they came along. The man that was supposed to be killed, the young boy was supposed to be killed. The brothers had everything planned. They decided to sell him. That is God coming in to show up because of where you have centered your hope. He was uh, he was delivered, he was sold. The moment he entered, or rather he was in the hands of the Ishmaelites. Oh, hallelujah. The moment he got, that was also another very oppressed situation. In the hands of the Ishmaelites, he was in an oppressed situation. But now he has become a slave. He is being carried to Egypt as a slave. Very hopeless. He doesn't know what to do. He goes there. And he lines up with other slaves to be bought. I mean, to be to be bought as a slave. And when he is there, being being aligned with other slaves, the Lord comes in. God gets in the God in the peace. Hallelujah! Where is your hope, my 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 dear one? Where have you centered your hope? Because that is how God will be coming up, showing up to be able to continue giving you a continuity. And immediately, when he was lining up there, what happened is that. The, 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 hallelujah. What happened is that the Lord was in it. He brought in the, the official of the, of Egypt. He brought in the official and the, the official called Potiphar. We read that one in the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, that the nine, we find Genesis, that the nine, verses one, verses one. Genesis, that the nine, that the nine verses one. Sorry. I'm going there quickly. I'm going there quickly. You can also open your Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's nine. That's nine, says what? Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, 45, an Egyptian who was uh, one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought, bought him uh, from the Ishmaelite who had taken him there. Can you see? The Lord has intervened. The Lord has come in. The Lord is using. Hallelujah. The Lord is using the 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 Lord is using now the the the, the Potiphar, the, the official of the the whatever of Egypt, to be able to buy him. That was all, because the Bible says he was brought into that home and he went home, and the Lord gave him favor. Listen to this. The, the Lord gave him favor. He was loved, everything prospered around there. And my dear ones, uh, whatever happened is that there was no hope, but God created hope. The hope the, this man went through so many hopeless situations, but we know the end result because of where his hope was centered. The man was delivered, and we know he ended up being the, the prime minister of Egypt. Hopeless situation. Read the whole story. Very interesting, beautiful story. But you find every time you get so frustrated, every time the hope would go, but God would come would show up in another way. He even found himself in jail, and the Lord was there to show up. So, brethren, 
as even we come to a close of our, our, our lesson tonight, I want to tell you, where have you centered your hope? Where have you centered your hope? Whenever you have centered your hope is very important. God is going to show up in your hopeless situation. Tonight, I want you to lift your faith in God. And I want to continue to trust that God is going to do you well. Because I can see I have seconds remaining. I am going to uh, bless you with a word of prayer that the Lord God will center your faith in Him and you're going to overcome in it. So, hopeless situation. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for my viewers. I want to thank you for my listeners around the world. May the Lord appear, may the word of God that they have heard today we have a body, have a voice, have a power to transform them and give them life. Thank you. God bless you. I want to add over the, the meeting to my host now. And God bless you. God bless you. Uh, woman, of, woman of God, I want you to still stay on the line, okay? Yes. Because we still have some time. And so that's, yeah, well, any. Anyhow, um, whenever you feel weird about coming back on the show, just let me know. You're welcome, more than welcome to do so. Uh, well, I thought the time is over. According to my watch, it's telling me it's already that 10 minutes and some um, 30 seconds. That's why I had to uh, cut everything quickly because I didn't maybe know when we started. Oh, uh, that's, that's fine. I, uh, but anyway, I, I, you did a great job. <laughs> but I want you to I, I want to say a prayer before we um, close the um, show yes please please Heavenly Father thank you um, for this opportunity Lord to try to um, do another podcast in the evening Lord to be a blessing Lord to people that's on my friends list Lord that I'm not just online Lord Jesus just to be seen I'm trying to um, convey my message, Lord, to like-minded uh, individuals, Lord. Um, just please uh, connect me, Heavenly Father, with um, legitimate um, people that's concerned about what's going on in our inner cities here in in America. Because you're the one that placed this this uh, passion in my heart, Lord. Now, if it was up to me, Lord Jesus, I would leave this thing alone. And I would leave the United States, Lord, and go to a, my ancestral homeland, Africa. That's what I would do. But you called me, Lord Jesus, to start the Christian business here in Chicago first, Lord, so that way I would have that credibility. So, oh, Lord Jesus Christ, um, thank you again for all the trials and tribulations that I have endured. 28 years, Lord. And I still believe, Lord, ain't nothing has uh, changed my faith. I kept on doing my show, Lord. I kept on um, writing. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Pastor Martha Winda from Kenya. Okay, you're on the air. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I really appreciate this moment and I thank God for the opportunity to be able to uh, uh, get into conversation with the people of God from everywhere. I take this wonderful moment to appreciate my host, Emmanuel, for the opportunity that you've given me 
Uh, I really thank God for you. Thank you very much. I also want to take this wonderful time uh, to welcome everyone that is on the show this moment. Uh, may God bless you. I really thank God that we are connecting this hour. We are connecting uh, because God has a reason and a purpose for us to connect. Uh, my dear friends, God may never explain himself or even let you know what he is doing behind the scenes, but he is always doing something to benefit your life. Because the Bible says, all work it for good for them that are in Christ Jesus. So whenever uh, a show like this one comes on air and the Lord has enabled you to hear it, it is because there is something God has purpose for you to get. There's something, there's something, something, something that God wants you to be able to get and that is going to uh, help you out, that is going to speak to you. And because God will always speak to us, will always guide us, will always show us the way and he will use his servant. And this moment I pray that you're going to give yourself a chance to hear the Lord speaking to your situation through his word. Because my dear ones, the word of God is God himself. And when you hear the word of God, it has power. It carries an anointing that changes situations. That is what the Bible says, that the Lord is behind his word so that he can fulfill it. So whatever word you hear, and it is connected to the scriptures, I, I would wish to tell you, internalize the word, uh, claim the word, and declare whatever the word has said to your situation or to yourself. Because that is the way God uh, takes care of us. That is how God speaks to us. For that reason, it is very good for you to understand that when the word, when you are loud, or rather when there is an opportunity for you to hear the word, take advantage and hear everything, internalize everything, then uh, own up the word and also claim it for your own self. Uh, so uh, welcome for the for the, the, the word of this evening. Uh, that is evening from where I am, uh, evening from Kenya. It's around 11, uh, 11, 11 12. So it's evening in, our, in, in my country. But wherever else you are, but the times could be different. But wherever you are, whatever time it is, Hear the word, it is going to be the Lord speaking to you. Let us pray. Father God of heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you, Lord, and to give you praise. I magnify your mighty and glorious name. Even as I pray, God of all glory, for my viewers all over the world, wherever they are, Lord, I pray, thanking you for their lives and bringing them into your holy and able audience. That God, you're going to use this moment to speak to our soul, to be able to deliver our, our uh, to be to be able to deliver us, to be able to speak to us, to be able to enlighten us, oh God. I give you glory because it is not in vain that these men and the women have tuned to this uh, voice, O oh King of Glory. That you're going to speak to them, you're going to enlighten them, you're going to do something to their lives, even as we dedicate ourselves this moment, asking you to forgive us, oh my. God, we know you are holy God, and you have called us in holiness. So please, Father, may you forgive us. We dedicate this this sermon unto you, and we call upon the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, take over. You're the one who gives us understanding of the word. Take over now for me and all my viewers around the world, so that we can be able to understand the word, understand more of what God wants us to understand. Thank you, Jehovah God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Um, and uh, in Jesus' name, we pray and be thanks. Amen. I thank God uh, when I was praying for this uh, show and I was trusting God. I was trusting God to be able to. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I, 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 like I was saying, whenever I was trusting God and praying for this evening, for this evening, or for uh, because of today's show, the Lord gave me a word that I believe that is going to be a word speaking to each one of us, and it is a very, a very, a, a very familiar word that. Uh, some of us have talked about, some of us have mentioned, some of us will even get to understand about this one even better. And this word, this one is a, a word called hope. Hope is something that I want us to look into today because we are living at a time, my dear friends, when hope is becoming the only tool to make us move ahead. You really have to have move, or you have really, you really to have uh, hope to be able to move. You have to have hope to be able to expect uh, a better tomorrow, especially in this time when the world is so bombarded by the virus and Corona is COVID is disturbing every everybody in the world. We really need to have something called hope. And when you have this hope, and also understand where your hope is centered. Especially that you need to know where your hope is centered. The moment you know where your hope is centered, then you will be able to overcome many things. You will be able to hold on to something because hope is like something that you hold or you hold on to to be able to move to another level, or rather to be able to expect something good will come, uh, irrespective of what it is that you're going through. Uh, now, hope is a general feeling. That some some desire will be fulfilled. We want to uh, we want to get the meaning of what hope is. It is a general feeling that is some uh, that some desire will be fulfilled. That is a situation whereby you know deep down in yourself the the things that you're going through. Maybe what you desire. Maybe what you want in your life. You want in your family. You want in your in your business. You want in your marriage. You you have that that or that expectation that something is going to work out. That desire that something is going to work out and things are going to be fulfilled. Things are going to work out for you. It is a very beautiful feeling that only God can give us. You can again say it is someone or something on which expectations are centered. And I want us now to get uh, uh, the, the importance of that word centered. Hope centered. Where is your hope centered? Because that is what the, mo the most important thing is. Hope, yes, it is that feeling that things are going to work out. What are you, where have you, how have you centered your hope? Where is it centered? What, what assurance do you really have that something is going to work? What are you holding on? What is, what is, what is the advising uh, uh, thing that something in my desire is going to, to be fulfilled, that I'm going to see tomorrow, that it's going to be okay? Where have you centered your hope? And that is where, my brethren, I want us to look into because it depends with where you have centered your hope. 
the hope that I'll see tomorrow, the hope that to overcome situations in life, the hope that is going to overcome diseases, it will overcome uh, problems in your marriages, in your family. You must know where it is centered because it is where it is centered that matters. Some of us have centered our hope in our finances. We have centered our hope in our businesses. We have centered our hope in our even health. Remember, everything else is shaken. Everything else, you can center your hope in all those things that they get shaken. You can put your hope in your finances and tomorrow they are not there. You put your, your, your hope in your business and tomorrow it's not there. Right now, we have a world that is crying because of economic crisis that has been, uh, has been perpetuated by the COVID. That businesses are, businesses are no longer there. Some have already been completely released. Uh, my dear ones, those who have centered their hope in their businesses, where are they now? What are they doing? You can put your hope in the good health, the good feeling. You feel okay, you're all right. And you even wonder how others are feeling. And oh, you wake up one morning, it's no longer there. You're no longer healthy. Your health is gone. You're sick. You even have a terminal disease. And now, what will happen to your hope? It will be shaken. It will be removed. Tonight, we want to be able to understand where to center our hope. Because where you center your hope, it is going to be very important in whatever situations you're going to go through. And in life, we are going through situations every day. And I was looking at a very interesting story here in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 37. A very interesting story of a very hopeless situation that Ezekiel was shown by the Lord himself. The Lord takes Ezekiel on a barrel of dry bones. You can, uh, you can open our Bibles in the book of Ezekiel, number 30.
and you could be going through the same thing, my dear friend. You are there, you are so hopeless. Things are bad. Your marriage has fallen off. Your children have ran out. The situation is so, so, I mean, you're going through situations that are so hopeless. The, the business is no longer there. You don't have cash. You can't pay your bills. You're feeling terrible. You are sick. You've just been diagnosed with a disease. Someone has just said, the doctor just said, you, you, have, you have a few days to leave. You, you, you have depression. You have whatever name the diseases are, are given. You could even be diagnosed with the, uh, COVID. And whatever it is, a very hopeless situation. And sometimes, so many of us are going through that. Things that are so hopeless, you don't know, nobody can help you out. And that is what Ezekiel saw, and the Lord has said, Can they apply? And he looked at the situation and he said, Oh God, only you can know that. You are the only one who has an answer to that. Tonight, there is somebody who is saying exactly like Ezekiel. My situation is so hopeless. I don't know what to do with my children anymore. I don't know what to do, what to do with my marriage anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my life anymore. I don't know what to do with my drugs addiction anymore. The situation is, I've been, I've, I've been to rehab. I've been to days. It's not working. And you're there. Let me tell you something, my dear one. The Lord is telling you tonight, there is hope. There is hope. There is hope in God. Where have you centered your hope? If you have centered it in God, there is hope. Ezekiel knew that the situation was bad. There is nothing he could understand it there or rather do with the way the body was looking. But he said, God, you know, that is now where the hope Ezekiel was centered. It was centered on what God can do, not what he can do, not what he can accomplish. My dear one, not what you can do, not what you can bring in, not who is for you or not. It is who God is in your life. If you have centered your hope in God, no, no matter the hopeless of your the hopelessness of your situation, you are going to get through it. The Lord God is going to work out something. Listen to what the the the, the Ezekiel is telling the Lord. I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. That is the situation so many of us are situations that are hopeless. But tonight I want to tell you, God knows how he is going to work it out. And then now, God, after he realized that Ezekiel has known where to center is, uh, you know, is oh, as he has noted, oh, this man has not, uh, you know, brought in so many discussions, so many things in that, and he had just saying it is the Lord. It is you, Lord, who knows. The moment the Lord said that, he, he started giving him instructions. Tonight, when you have identified, you have known where your hope is centered, where your hope is, and who is going to carry you along, where to center your hope to be able to carry you along the challenges of life. Now you have acknowledged it is the Lord God. It is the Lord, it is the Holy Spirit. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. You have acknowledged. Then immediately, that Ezekiel was given instruction, and look, listen to these instructions. And what are the instructions? Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tonight, you are going to prophesy to your dry bones. You are going to, you, you, not your pastor, you, not anybody else, you that is hearing, you that is under my voice, hearing me tonight. The Spirit of God is going. 
going to enable you. You are the one to prophesy. You are the one. We will, you, 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 you. You are the one to prophesy to your bones and you're going to tell them. You are going to tell your situation how you want it to be because of where your hope is. Your hope is in God. You put your hope in Him. So tell that situation to listen to you. It has ears it will hear. Whatever it is that you're going to do. And by the way, what is prophecy? What is to prophesy? Prophecy, it is when God interferes with the normality. The normality is how things are normally done. How things are normally, how normally things happen. You know, like we know when we, we, we go to work and we get salary, that's how we get money. But when we when God is the means that he wants to give us even miracle money, money, you're not going to talk about you worked up, you worked for it, or there is anything you did, God just makes a way. God commands someone, God commands situations, and you have it. So at prophesying, it is when the normal way of things, the way things are done is interfered by the supernatural. So the supernatural is what the Lord is telling you. Believe tonight that you can change your situation in the supernatural by faith that today this marriage of mine that is uh, is bumpy and there is a lot of misunderstanding. We are, the marriage is, uh, you know, is, is going uh, badly. It's even maybe adding to divorce. You can prophesy to that situation and tell it, no, my marriage, you know, I'm not breaking my marriage. You can do that. You can prophesy to them your, your own body. What are you feeling? What did the doctor say? Did they say you are so sick and, uh, and maybe you don't have long to live? Prophesy by faith and tell that disease that in the name of Jesus, it is a dry bone, oppressed situation. But tonight, God is empowering someone, someone who is under my voice, hearing me. God is empowering you. Do not try to say that you don't pray so well, you need someone else to do it for you. No, do it yourself. Even Ezekiel is feeling inferior. He's feeling that he cannot do it, but the Lord is telling him from the side today. The Lord is telling you prophesy. You may not be very religious or very Christian, but if you're hearing my word tonight, I want you to prophesy to your dry situation by faith. And I say, whatever situation is going to change. And we find that we find it continuing uh, very, very beautifully of what what he prophesied. And the moment he prophesied, so I prophesied and as I was commanded. Tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, you that is listening to me, I'm asking you to command, to, I'm, I'm also commanding you, the way Ezekiel was commanded by God, to prophesy to your situation. If it is something that is not working, prophesy by faith. Tell it it is going to work in Jesus' name. If there is something that is not out for you, prophesy by faith. That dry bone, that terrible situation, it is going to change because Jesus, Jesus is going to change it after all. That is where you have centered your hope. You have centered your hope in Jesus. So he is going to change. Prophesy, I command you. Prophesy out the disease in your body. Out the disease in your blood. Out the disease in your eyes. Tonight, every disease in your body is coming out. Whatever is interfering with your head, with your blood, with whatever part of your body, your legs, your back, today, prophesy. I command you to speak to your pending area and prophesy that today the pain will disappear and today you're getting your life back. Prophesy to your situation.
working? Is it your ministry? It is your, your, your calling? Is it what is it? Prophesy to your ministry. Tell it. It has to get life and it has to move on. Brethren, oppressed situations are good. You know what I mean? The oppressor situation and oppressor situations are good because they are able to show us, they are able to make God show us, show up in our situations. And that is how we get even to know God. We get to know God more because of our situations. Whenever there, there is a lot of oppressors and the Lord comes in, we are able to understand it. And we know what happened from there, my dear one. I'm still reading, I'm still on the same, uh, on the same uh, 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 you know, uh, verse or chapter, uh, Ezekiel chapter 7. And we find that when he prophesied by faith, the light came back to to I mean to those uh, uh, to the bones. The Bible says when he prophesied, this is what the sovereign Lord said to this bones: I will make bread enter you, and you will come to life. I will I will attach tendons to you, and they make fresh come upon you, and they cover you, you with the skin. Can you see a very very hopeless situation but when there was a prophecy when there was somebody who won by faith i am telling you things transform things change so this moment uh, as even uh we continue to look into hopeless situation there's another very interesting story in the book of the same genesis in the same in the book of genesis where we talk about the, uh, that seven as well it talks about a, a, a young man called uh you know joseph who found himself in a very 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 hopeless situation but in every one of them god was involved the first one was when he was thrown into the season. You know the story? is when this young man, who was younger than the brothers, he was 17 years at that time, the brothers plotted to kill him because he was so loved by the father. And so when he came to bring them food, they decided they plotted to kill him. And so they decided to throw him into the season. At that moment, that the throwing into the season, into the season, is an oppressed situation. Tonight you could be in that same in the same situation. You are thrown into things you don't know how to get out of it. You are thrown into jail. You are thrown into things that you don't know how to get yourself in. In the situation of being in the season, being in that home, the Lord God always provides a way out. Remember where you have centered your hope is important because of where the hope of, uh, of Joseph was or grew. Immediately he was thrown into the hole. The Lord was involved quickly. He brought around the, the, the caravan of the, of the Ishmaelites. The caravan of the Ishmaelites was a hope at a, a very oppressed situation. And that is why they came along. The man that was supposed to be killed, the young boy was supposed to be killed. The brothers had everything planned. They decided to sell him. That is God coming in to show up because of where you have centered your hope. He was uh, he was delivered, he was sold. The moment he, he entered, or rather he was in the hands of the Ishmaelites. Oh, hallelujah. The moment he got, that was also another very open situation. In the hands of the Ishmaelites, he was in an open situation. But now he has become a slave. He is being carried to Egypt as a slave. Very hopeless. He doesn't know what to do. He goes there. And he lines up with other slaves to be bought. I mean, to be to be bought as a slave. And when he is there, being being aligned with other slaves, the Lord comes in. God gets in the God in the peace. Hallelujah! Where is your hope, my 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 dear one? Where have you centered your hope? Because that is how God will be coming up, showing up. 
to be able to continue giving you a continuity. And immediately, when he was lining up there, what happened is that the the the, the hallelujah. What happened is that the Lord was in it. He brought in the, the official of the of Egypt. He brought in the official, and the, the official called Potiphar. If we read that one in the book of Genesis, in the book of Genesis, that the nine, we find Genesis that the nine verses one, verses one. Genesis that the that the nine verses one. Sorry, I'm going there quickly. I'm going there quickly. You can also open in your Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's nine. That's nine, it says what? Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, Potiphar, an Egyptian who was uh, one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought, bought him uh, from the Ismailite who had taken him there. Can you see? The Lord has intervened. The Lord has come in. The Lord is using. Hallelujah. The Lord is using the 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 Lord is using now the the the, the forkeeper, the, the official of the the whatever of Egypt to be able to buy him. That was all, because the Bible says he was brought into that home and he went home and the Lord gave him favor. Listen to this. The, the Lord gave him favor. He was loved, everything prospered around there. And my dear ones, uh, whatever happened is that there was no hope, but God created hope. The hope the, this man went through so many hopeless situations, but we know the end result because of where his hope was centered. The man was delivered, and we know he ended up being the, the prime minister of Egypt. Hopeless, read the whole story, very interesting, beautiful story. But you find every time you get so frustrated, every time the hope would go, but God would come would show up in another way. He even found himself in jail, and the Lord was there to show up. So, brethren, as even we come to a close of our, our, our lesson tonight, I want to tell you where have you centered your hope? Where have you centered your hope? Whenever you have centered your hope, is very important. God is going to show up in your hopeless situation. Tonight, I want you to lift your faith in God. And I want to continue to trust that God is going to do you well. Because I can see I have seconds remaining. I am going to uh, bless you with a word of prayer that the Lord God will center your faith in Him. And you're going to overcome in it. So, hopeless situation. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for my viewers. I want to thank you for my listeners around the world. May the Lord appear. May the word of God that they have heard today may have a body, have a voice, have a power to transform them and give them life. Thank you. God bless you. I want to add over the, the, the meeting to my host now. And God bless you. God bless you. Uh, woman, of, woman of God, I want you to still stay on the line, okay? Yes. Because we still have some time. And so that's, yeah. Well, any, anyhow, um, whenever you feel led about coming back on the show, just let me know. You're welcome, more than welcome to do so. Uh, well, I thought the time is over. According to my watch, it's telling me it's already that 10 minutes. And some um, that seconds. That's why I had to uh, catch everything quickly because I didn't maybe know when we started. Oh, that's that's fine. I, uh, but anyway, I, I, you did a great job. But I want you to. I, I want to say a prayer before we um, close the um, show. 
Yes, please, please. Heavenly Father, thank you um, for this opportunity, Lord, to try to um, do another podcast in the evening, Lord, to be a blessing, Lord, to people that's on my friends list, Lord. That I'm not just online, Lord Jesus, just to be seen. I'm trying to um, convey my message, Lord, to like-minded uh, individuals, Lord. Um, just please uh, connect me, Heavenly Father, with um, legitimate um, people that's concerned about what's going on in our inner cities here in in America, because you're the one that placed this this uh, passion in my heart, Lord. Now, if it was up to me, Lord Jesus, I would leave this thing alone, and I would leave the United States, Lord, and go to a my ancestral homeland, Africa. That's what I would do. But you called me, Lord Jesus, to start the Christian business here in Chicago first, Lord, so that way I would have that credibility. So, oh, Lord Jesus Christ, um, thank you again for all the trials and tribulations that I have endured. 28 years, Lord. And I still believe, Lord, ain't nothing has uh, changed my faith. I kept on doing my show, Lord. I kept on um, writing